in the basement hey everybody welcome back to another episode of beers in the basement hi everyone i have a lot of fun stuff today uh i'm gonna jump right into it i don't even want to mess around today because i'm excited that's me clapping yay that just spiked my little meter here me clapping like a dummy into the uh microphone but i'm gonna jump right into it first and foremost if you want to reach out get at me get at me yo Beers in the Basement podcast at gmail.com. And oh my God, I just forgot something. I forgot something so exciting. So um, I have three things for everybody today. Three things. First, we're going to start with something that is a little different. And what is that different thing, you might ask? Well, it's a little game. We're going to play a little game. I'm going to play you a sound bite, and you have to guess what it is. And I have a legitimate prize for you. And what we'll do is these are the rules. You send me an email, beersinthebasementpodcast.gmail.com, and you just say what you think the sound is. And you can put in the subject line, sound, or episode two, season three, something like that, something so I know you're not just junk. And then just guess what it is. Now, in case two people guess the same thing, I'm going to keep it easy. First person to guess the right the right response wins. Okay. Here is the sound. Ready? Oh, let me make sure my volume's up on my phone here. Okay. Ready? Here we go. That's it. That's the sound. So hit me up. Beers in the basement podcast, gmail.com. And I have a little prize for you and I'll mail it to you. Just a guess. And then if you, you get a response of me saying, yep, you got it right. Then I'll ask you for your address and I'll ship it off to you. And it's going to be, it's not anything grandiose by any means. And it's actually uh, slightly used, but I did reference it in a previous podcast, I think from season one and I don't use the fucking thing. And I just think it's funny, but somebody, a beer drinker might enjoy it. So that's it. And and I'm going to keep it a surprise what the prize is. It's, it's kind of dumb, maybe MSRP of like 12 bucks or something like that. Anyway, so let's get right into it. I have a beer for you today. It is, I went to the liquor store and I I walked the aisle and I wanted to get something that I knew I had never done before. And it's not anything too exciting, but I go to the local one here around the corner and it's kind of a small place and I've done a handful of these episodes now. So it's very easy for me to possibly do a repeat. I have an awful memory. I have not been taking good notes. So I saw this one and I said, you know what? There's no fucking way I've done this one before. So let's do it. It's called Jack's Abbey Craft Lagers. And what we know about Jack's Abbey Craft Lagers, it is a place out of Massachusetts, That's really it. I'm not going to go into the whole history of it. It looks like a couple of guys, family owned. They're out of Massachusetts. And this specific style, or what would it be? Um, There's like make and model. I guess the make is 
Jack's Abbey, and the model is Haponius Union, which is an India Pale Lager. So it specifically doesn't say India Pale Ale, they call it India Pale Lager. Available year-round, according to their website. I've never fucking seen it in my local local place here. Uh, the can, um, it's a little more legitimate than what I what I had what I had reviewed in the first episode. So it looks a little more manufactured, a little more professional, let's say. Um, Green can. Actually, as far as beer um, style goes, because people go nuts and get very clever with the design of their cans, this one is really basic. I'll have a picture up on the website, beersinthebasement.com. Um but it's, it's just very boring. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I guess it's pretty recognizable if you say, oh my God, I love this beer. I need more. And you want to go to a liquor store and find it. It's not very complicated where it's going to blend with all the other overly complicated labels. Uh, it's just very basic. It looks like something that I could probably design and I'm awful at designing. Uh, it comes in a four-pack, which is some bullshit, by the way. I've mentioned before that I'm not a fan of the four-pack. Give me six beers, and don't make it stupid expensive. Uh, and I, I, we're not going to argue about this today, folks. I get it. Some people just want the four-pack. You're only going to drink one or two. What's the point of getting a six-pack? Yada, yada, yada. I like the six-pack. Fuck it. I, I, even if it, a beer's bad. I'm going to end up drinking six eventually. Not all in one sitting. That depends. I mean, Coors Light, I'll fuck up all six in a matter of an hour. But uh, a four-pack, you know, you're charging me like 12 bucks for four beers. It just seems a little extreme. But uh, let's let's get right into it. This is a four-pack. I'm going to... And I didn't do any taste testing ahead of time. I like to be very honest and open right off the bat. And what it says on the, on the label here, or the description, they talk about beers get so complicated now. So there's IBUs, which is the bitterness of a beer. This one comes in at 65. Uh, from what I understand, the IBUs, mm, generally speaking, it can go to infinity. But for beer purposes and for argument's sake, my understanding is, generally speaking, the IBUs are going to be anywhere from 5 to 120. So 65 is right smack dab in the middle. I think that that's already, that's going to sell me on it because it's not crazy bitter, uh, but it's, it's also not sweet. The ABV is at six and a half percent, which is right in my sweet spot. I love anything between six and maybe top seven and a half percent. So we're right there at six and a half percent, which is awesome. Now there's something, and, and they threw me a curveball here. There's something called OG Plato, 15 0.25. I honestly have never heard this before. So I said, oh, Jesus Christ, let me Google this. What is going on here? And it's something called the Oxford Companion to Beer Definition of Plato Gravity Scale. So I, it's called the Plato Gravity Scale, and I'm getting it from the Oxford Com Companion to Beer Definition. I'm going to read you the first sentence, and you're going to get bored, but just hang with me for this first sentence, and then you'll see why I'm bailing on this. Okay, Plato gravity scale is a measurement of the concentration of dissolved solids in a brewery wort. Degrees Plato, 
degree P, is used to quantify the concentration of extract, mainly sugars derived from malt, but also including other soluble materials in wort as a percentage by weight. A 10 degree P wort will contain 10 grams of extract per 100 gram of, like, fucking kill me. I don't know what this is, and honestly, I don't care. It... If you're that into beer, good for you. I am not. I like to drink it. I don't give a shit what OG Plato is. Ah, oh, fuck. I, you know what? That was really dumb. Now I'm just committed to drinking two beers. Because I like to open it on the microphone. Ready? So I'm going to open this again. I just did one while talking because it's like, <laughs> like natural instinct for me to just open a beer. If there's, if there's an unopened one in my hand, I didn't even think about what I was doing. So here, this is the sound of... Jack's Abbey Craft Lagers, Hoponius Union Hoppy Lager. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, it sounded good opening it, right? I mean, if you had to judge what a sound, good sounding beer sounds like while opening it, I think that would have probably won a prize. Now I'm going to pour it in. I'm going to see if we can, we can listen. This is like one of those auditory sensory exercises. You guys heard of that? Like it's getting more popular where people go and stuff and like get off on that shit. I think it's weird, but I get it. I mean, I like bubble wrap. Let me continue pouring. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm a little bit off the mic right now. Um, I'm going to come back in a second. Just want to finish pouring. Beep, 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 beep. Okay. I actually can't get the whole can in my in my pint glass here because I poured like a dum-dum and I have a little sippy, sippy, sippy left in the can. Uh, this is a beautiful color. It's it's just a, a kind of, I don't want to say generic. It, it's lighter in color than you would expect from an IPA. It is hazy, uh, or not hazy, it is not completely translucent, so you can't see through it completely. Um, it does have some haze or some fog or just, you just can't see through it, but it's a nice lighter shade of gold, I would say, poured with a really nice head. I don't know why the rest of this can didn't fit in there. It's really weird. I wonder if these, are these cans bigger? I feel like uh, I'm going nuts here. It doesn't say on the can what the ounces are, but m maybe I just poured it poorly. Anyway, the whole thing didn't fill in the glass. Uh, fill in the glass. I'm sure if I let it settle down, it, it will it will fill it up to the to the brim. But I'm gonna take a little sippy here. Uh, probably get a little mustache of 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 head mustache, and then um, I will report back in one moment. Please hold. Here's some more auditory experimentation for your. Listening pleasure. Okay. Now the thing that hmm, it's very tasty. I'm gonna take another sip right right off the bat. That's how good it is. This is fucking good beer. Holy shit! Let me try again. Mm hmm. I'm smelling it. It smells. It smells like an IPA, so it has that kind of hoppy mixed with fruity. Everybody's getting crazy and, and, and excited about their ingredients. 
but this is very good. It is actually a little more bitter than I had expected. I didn't understand what the IBUs, if it comes in at 65, I was thinking maybe it wasn't going to be very bitter because if the scale goes from five to 120, I'm thinking, oh, right in the middle, it's probably not very bitter at all. But it does have a bit of a bitter bite on the back end, which I'm not opposed to at all. I think it's actually really good because it does something to my senses where my initial sip, it's going to taste sweet. And then if I, if it hits the, the bitterness hits on the back end, I want to come back and, and refresh that, that sweetness flavor, which I enjoy. It keeps me sipping. I, I think that's wonderful. And I think that's a universal characteristic of beer in general, where it doesn't end poorly on the back end. It just always pulls you back in for that, to, to get that sip. And some people play off of that, like Coors Light, for example, say, oh, we're cold as fuck. So, okay, you want to taste that coldness, whatever, whatever. Other people play on the actual flavor of it. But something always brings you back. And this one in particular actually tastes a little sweet on the, on the get-go and then ends with a nice bitter bitter back end, which I'm, I'm a fan of. This is, this is actually very tasty. I'm so pleasantly surprised. I'm, I came in a little, a little pessimistic as I often do, uh, thinking that this was going to suck and it's kind of gimmicky because the label fucking blows. And, um, I'm like, okay, they're from Massachusetts. I never heard of them. Massachusetts is a fine state. Um, you know, I don't know. I have cousins there maybe that I saw in 1988. Um, but yeah, this is very tasty. I'm going to take another sip here. Mmm, very good. I'm going to be sipping that throughout the rest of this episode, and I'm going to keep it a little shorter today also. Goals, goals. Peter is setting his goals. So, according to their website, it says, Haponius Union harmoniously combines lager yeast, fermentation, and West Coast IPA hops. India-style pale ale lager is like a traditional IPA, but with a twist. Oh, aren't we excited? It's fermented, cold, and aged for extended periods. A blend of classic American hops creates a huge tropical fruit and citrusy hop aroma. Yeah, I smelled some of that. A dry finish. Okay, so that's the word I was looking for. I was calling it back end, so they're calling it a finish. It says a dry finish accentuates the pleasant bitterness. Okay, and hop profile. They fucking nailed it. I mean, that that's what I was tasting, too. So I think that's a pretty solid description. I should have just saved everybody the time and read that right off the bat and been like, yep, I agree with this. Call it a day. Instead, we got to listen to Pete's dumb description of beer because he has no idea what he's fucking talking about half the time. But yeah, they nailed it. I think that's a pretty solid description. Uh, they won some awards. I, I don't know. I'm all very... Well, <laughs> well what's funny is that <laughs> they haven't won an award since 2015, according to this, which is like... I don't know. They won 2011, 2013, 2014, 2015, and then what? They either didn't update their website, and this shit's just been sitting on shelves for years, or they haven't won anything. But in all fairness, everybody's throwing their hat in the ring with fancy beer, as we all know. But I just think that's kind of funny that there's no notice of an award here since 2015. I'm going to take another sippy. Okay, so let's get into another subject. This beer, I recommend it. I'll probably uh, promote it again at the end. I have some pictures on the website of this stuff. And um, 
Oh, yeah, that's what I'll do. The can that I accidentally opened instead of drinking it because it's already late. I, I, and six and a half percent shit. Well, we'll see. I'll probably drink it. Who am I kidding? But I'll, I'll take a picture of the beer in the glass and it'll be super fancy. With that being said, last episode, I had talked about a pop culture icon that I know nothing about. And the person that I'm referring to is Kanye West. And I'd said, by the next podcast, I'm going to listen to a Kanye West album. I'm going to do some homework. I'm going to report back. I thought it would be a fun experiment. I thought it would be a fun time to say, look, I've heard this fucking guy's name for God knows how long, since, I don't know, early, mid-2000s, Kanye West, Kanye West, and then suddenly something with the Kardashians and their drama or something, you know, Fuck, I, I've just been hearing this guy's name. And the only thing I'd ever heard is the bigger, better, faster, stronger. And that was only because of, what was it, a Nike commercial or something? I, I, I guess he had some kind of sponsorship. And people at my work used to make fun of me because there was a guy at my work that that looked like me. But he was like bigger, better, faster, stronger version of myself. And I think it's so funny. It still makes me laugh. Oh my God. They'd be like, oh yeah, bigger, better, stronger Peter. And I'd be like, fuck you. Uh, because it's true. The guy was just stupid, handsome, and like tall and German. I don't know. I just found it very funny. But that's really all I knew about the guy is that one specific song. Um, so I said, hey, he's so famous. I like music. I know nothing about his music. I have these awful perceptions instantly based off of his fucking shit show that is in pop culture. There's always some stupid drama that I drew this like, fuck this guy. I just had an attitude about him. I'm like, fuck Kanye West, you know, which is so dumb. It's not fair. I do it anyway. I think most of us are guilty of that uh, to some degree. Um, and I think that is almost part of your job as being a pop culture staple is you're expected to be hated, which keeps you w- wanting to get involved. People like to come together and hate a, a common cause. And it's awful. It's an awful characteristic, but it's fucking true. Um, so, I said, okay, let me do a little homework because I don't know anything about this guy. And I, what's my first step going to be? It's going to be Wikipedia. And I have his Wikipedia page up right here. And first and foremost, it struck me as like, holy fuck, this guy has a stupid amount of albums, which I didn't realize. I thought he had, I don't know, five or six albums. He's got a bunch. I'm, And I, I'm not going to give you his history. That's not the point of this. It's just my opinion of what I observed, not knowing shit about a pop culture staple and what I have discovered. I I didn't, I'm not writing something about him. I'm not going to do the deep dive into freaking Kanye West here. I was just, hey, let me learn a little bit about him and give my opinion because this is going to be fun. And And I honestly went into this super so, fuck, again, I do it all the time. I go into it completely negative. I'm thinking, like, he's going to fucking suck. You know, I'm not going to like this guy, but let me give it a try anyway. So I, I'm trying to figure out on Wikipedia what 
what's worth my time. I don't have a lot of time to sit and listen to a full album. In this case, I didn't do that either, but I did get through it in bits and pieces. And the funny part is I started, I chose an album called Graduation. It came out, I don't know, some somewhere in the ballpark of 2007, so earlier in his career. And the reason why I chose that album is because it had some some song, uh, maybe it was the sales or something. It had like a boatload of sales, millions and millions of albums sold, whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, let me, people seem to like this album. Let me let me grab this and see what happens. So I started listening, and the first thing that struck me is. I had to I had to bring the bass down in my car. Um, I do have a subwoofer in my car, and I and I I listen to a lot of rock and things like that. But I also I listen to everything. But it was just too bass heavy that it was making shit rattle everywhere, and it was not. It wasn't it wasn't fun listening to it. It was too distracting because I just couldn't hear it. So I brought the volume down, and I'm like, okay, that's a little better. But I like my music a little louder. So I said, oh fuck it. Let me bring the subwoofer down a little bit. So I bring that down a little bit. That's my first tip of the day here. We all like bass. It's it's great. It's sexy. It makes us feel the music, this and that. But enough is enough. We're not, you know, we're not high schoolers anymore where, where we're setting off car alarms with our subwoofers exploding people's windows and stuff because I used to be so into that. It was crazy. I like a nice, even sound. So I bring the bass down and I'm listening to it and I'm grooving and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, sure. I was genuinely shocked as to how much I liked it. Um, you know, on on this album, even the way it started, again, it was called Graduation. If you haven't heard this album, I recommend it. Give it a shot. Get through two or three songs. I don't listen to albums. In the age of Spotify, I'm like, okay, I like this song. So let's create a station based off of that song. So I don't have to listen to this whole album of this person. We just don't do that anymore. We just, I mean, maybe I'm in the minority here. I know Adele is like geeking out, which I think is actually really smart, where you can't, it doesn't default to shuffle playing an album because artists come up with an album and they put thought into the order of the songs so they don't want to cheapen their artistic expression for you to hop on Spotify and, and shuffle play that shit. They want you to hear it in the sequence that they intend. Anyway, so I listened to Graduation in the sequence that Kanye intended, broke up into a few different sessions here, and I keep going back to it. I've listened to the album like four times now, and it's shockingly good. I, I'm so genuinely surprised and happy that good, good job, Kanye. I mean, shit, his lyrics, they talk about stuff. So it's not this, I mean, mumble rap, if you've heard of this nonsense, it's just a nightmare. And then you have these guys like, I guess maybe someone like Lil Wayne made it popular to do that. Like, not that he didn't invent auto-tune or anything, but he kind of brought it into this place where everybody was sampling not sampling like asking him he was like the new guitar solo of of rock songs but of pop songs like you would have this Lil Wayne 
fucking thing going on in this song. And you're like, what? What the fuck? Like, and nothing against that guy, but shit, uh, you know, that that's a whole nother story. But Kanye's talking about shit and, and his lyrics were making sense and they were really cool and, and they were actually quite poetic. I, I and I, and I'm, I'm almost embarrassed saying it because of what I learned from him just through the shit you see in the media, which I formed that opinion. Like, this guy's such a fucking dummy, dumb, dumb, chipmunk cheek beaver face. Like, I, I don't like his face. I don't like anything. About, and I'm, like, angry and such a dickhead. And then here I am listening to his album. And I'm like, fuck, this is actually really good. I'm sorry. <laughs> good good for you. You're, you're doing it. Uh, it was cool because he talks about his hometown a lot, I guess. Again, I didn't do the deep dive into the guy, but he mentions Chicago about 8 billion times on this album, which is kind of cool. Not a lot of cursing. Again, on this album... Uh, I, I didn't get that much drug reference or violence out of him, again, from this album. He's got a million fucking albums. Maybe that's all in his library, but we're just talking about graduation. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. And he, and he brought in a lot of actual instruments, drums, bass lines, things like that. I thought the production was really cool. Um and maybe he had a bit of an underdog past, which would also kind of be like, oh, okay, cool, you're doing it. And and he really has a vibe of hip-hop from the 80s and 90s, where it's storytelling in a poetic way, but in a, in a rhythmic poetic way, which I thought was really cool because he puts a modern spin on it based off of the technology of what recording can do now and some of the samples mixed in there, uh, all, all these really neat things. It was just super, super clever. So with that being said, I, I told you guys I was going to listen to it and, and I went in with such a pessimistic attitude, such a like, oh, fuck, why did, I, why did I even say that? I don't even know why I want to listen to this fucking guy. And then I go and listen to it and I shit you not. It's like such a good album. I'm thoroughly enjoying and I'm going to listen to it again. Uh, and I thought that was so cool that you can still, you can still learn as long as you, you try to control your preconceived notions of something because you might be pleasantly surprised. A lot of people out there hate something automatically because it's popular. I've been guilty of doing that myself. It's popular, so you're like, fuck it. I don't, you know, I don't like it almost for the sole reason that it's popular. But a lot of times, there's a reason why it's popular. And that is because it might be actually really good. So Graduation, I think, is a wonderful album. Then I jumped over to some album called Life of Pablo. And, and I don't know, it just... I, I couldn't even start to get into it. And then I went back and I'm like, fuck, the graduation graduation is so good. I want I want more of that. So then I went to the following album, which was 808s and Heartbreak, which I'm still in. I have, I'm almost through. I'm like 75% through. And I think that also is very, very good. I'm feeling it. There's some auto-tune shit going on. And he's really, I suppose, maybe also one of the pioneers of doing this. I'm not a big fan of it at all. All. I think it can be overused, and generally it is overused. And I don't mean auto-tune in the sense where 
someone singing like uh, you know an actual acclaimed singer with, to just bring them up to that note because they can't quite get it or something. I'm talking about that stuff that sounds like a robot singing. I know you know what I mean. It's that it's that awful like ooh, like does these weird shifts throughout, and it's not. It doesn't sound like someone's singing. It sounds like someone's singing into a keyboard and microphone and using little sliders and stuff. It's fucking terrible. I hate it. But you know he's messing with it. I guess experimenting, and it's almost like a new instrument. Um, I think I think it's done, and people should stop. And new music, in my opinion, should not include that shit anymore because. It sucks. Uh, but he did a good job with it. Um, th- and that's my summary on that. Shit, I was so surprised. So Kanye, good job. Yeah. Send me some money. You're you're famous. You have, I, I don't, uh, you see shit with like Kardashians. And, uh, and I start Googling Kanye West, it auto-completes. Kanye West net worth. I didn't click on it. I'm sure it's like, fuck you money if he's renting out stadiums or buying stadiums just to record an album and sit there and be a brooding musician he's so fucking weird but god damn that if that album isn't good it is very good and i'm gonna listen to i'm gonna try to go through a little more and hopefully i won't be disappointed so uh, let's wrap it up that's it today's beer was jack's abbey craft lagers hoponius union hoppy lager Ooh, i haven't sipped in a little while but i'm going to again right now Ooh. Um, and we covered a little contest beers in the basement podcast at gmail.com if you can guess the sound If you can guess that sound, email me. First person to get it right wins a little pre- prezi, a little prezi prize for Christmas. Not for Christmas. I'm just kidding. Just for anything. Just for for beer purposes. I'll mail it to you. Uh, and then Kanye West, good job. I'll see you guys next time. I highly recommend this beer, Jack Sabby. I'm gonna take a couple pictures, put it on the website, and. Enjoy. I'm gonna go to the house and 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 I